G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And welcome to our review and rank series for Eurovision 2022. And today is all about the central European country of Austria. Yeah, they really are the centre of Europe geographically, aren't they? Pretty much, isn't it? Well, how do they, How does that translate to Eurovision itself? Because Central Europe does often struggle, but they've had some pretty good years. You would think they'd have all those surrounding neighbours that, that all vote for each other. Oh, middle of the road. You know how mm, that works, true, Michael. True. Uh, look, between 2014 to 2018, they made five grand finals in a row. I mean, one year was automatic and mm-hmm. they came last. But <laughs> Conchita obviously won in 2014. But we had Zoe. We had Cesar Sampson come third in, in Lisbon in and 2018. And a jury winner. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, some really good entries. Uh, last few years, maybe that's waned off a little bit. Um, Payenda with um, Limits didn't do too well. And then we had a couple of Vincent Buenos. I mm. uh, know how much you love those entries. <laughs> and they were unlucky probably not to make it through last year in 12th in the semifinal. So they've had a couple of NQs and they'll be looking to try and bounce back this year to make the grand final yet again. I'm sure they would be. And looking to bounce back for them is Lumix featuring Pia Maria and Halo. say these guys are a bit of a mystery there's not much going on on the internet with these guys i mean a lot of people have heard of lumix he is an austrian italian musician whose real name is luca michelmeyer uh, he was formerly based in Turin, but now calls Milan home, so he'd be very familiar Ooh. with the venue. He's 20 years old, and he's been producing music since he was 11. Oh, wow. Those precocious children. <laughs> um, he then started to commercially release his music in 2018, but really hit the big time in 2019 when collaborating with the former Eiffel 65 member, <laughs> Gabri Ponte. Uh, on the single monsters. You lit up when I said Eiffel 65. Yeah, I won't hear a bad word said about those legends. Awful, awful. (laughs) Now, this has been followed up more recently with heaps more successful singers, lots of platinum and gold records around Europe. So, you know, a pretty hot property in in the Austrian market. Now, a little bit on Pia Maria, and there is only a little bit. Now, first of all, she is real. (laughs) (laughs) There was a little bit of, like, discussion on Twitter about who is she, what's going on here. Kind of in a bit of an in-joke sort of thing and she's played along with it brilliantly so well done to her now she was born in 2003 she's from Innsbruck in the Tyrol region of Austria now as well as being a singer she's a trained makeup artist working in both the beauty and special effects makeup fields yeah she works at a theatre show that we watch with the makeup glow up (laughs) not sure it's completely like glow up probably better than that yeah Yeah, but um, (laughs) yes so she's uh, multi-talented there Pia Maria for such a young performer yeah, and no surprise here that they were internally selected. It's pretty much what Austria have done for many years now. They don't. They very, very rarely do a national final. So mm. they basically were internally selected by the broadcaster. Mm. Shall we get into some pros on this one? Yes. I'll kick us off. There's nothing completely unique about this brand of pop and EDM, but in this competition, there is nothing like this. So it will have its own special identity come Turin. Yep. This is that Euro dance stuff that so many people love. And I think it also has this real uh, interesting sound that's like Ava Max. 
that you hear at the moment. I love Ava Max. She's not European, but she sounds it. You've got this kind of dance, trashy beat behind it. And people love that. And I say Euro trash in the most beloved way because I think it is a real positive and it's what people love about Eurovision and some European music. Yeah, I've got here very international sound. Should resonate with a lot of telly voters all over Europe. So this is going to be instantly likable. And it's going to go off in the hall. Like, <laughs> yes. it is going to go off. It's going to be like a, a you know, a whole uh, dance show, uh, a musical concert. And the fact that we haven't had that live audience and we've got some standing, if the audience are going off, that is infectious and it comes across on the TV screens. Yeah. I'm also going to say here, staging should be pretty simple with this one. Add some dancers, some pretty cool effects on the stage, and we should have something sufficient to get the message across that you're looking to do. So you don't have to go wild on the staging with this one. What's the message? We can be CEOs, Dale. <laughs> it's a bit girl. It's all a bit girl bossy, isn't it? It's Look, it's, girl boss. it's also in a great spot, isn't it? It's going to stand out. I think you mentioned before. Look, it's going to stand out because number one, it's this real fun dance pop song that there isn't a lot of in that kind of more, I guess, commercial way rather than like a Spain way and a little bit different. But I think it's also great in the running order. This has got the telly vote appeal. Um, that's where the strengths in this song lie. It's mm-hmm. definitely about the telly vote here. Oh yeah. Because it hits, and it hits on first listen. And that chorus does stay with you. It's not the most sophisticated thing, but it's sing-along, and it's party. So, yep, I've got all the the ticks here for an instant kind of appeal song. Have you got any more pros left? No more pros for me on this one. All right, well, let's start talking about the potential drawbacks. Jury. (laughs) I can't see this getting a very high jury score. Um, I just don't think it's a type of songs that jury necessarily will um, be attuned to. Yes, I can see this one being a bit more generous on the televoter side, possibly. Um, Generally, this style of music just doesn't land when it's performed at Eurovision. We saw Poland 2018 with Gromi and and Lucas Mayer, Finland 2019 with Daruda and uh, Sebastian Reimann. You know, two examples there in modern times that just didn't work. Now, what did they both have in common? Dodgy vocals as well. Mm. So, I don't know. We may be getting to that point in a moment. Yeah, I think there's a question mark. She's a bit of a mystery. But at the same time, this is also the type of song, even with a good vocalist, I would worry about them doing it live. It's high beats per minute. It's a lot of words going on. To perform this slickly and sound good, that DJ and that, you know, vocalist thing... It just doesn't generally work, and I'm really worrying about that this could be a car crash. There is a fair degree of manipulation in of the voice in the studio mm. version. Um, we did see a uh, preview performance in London where perhaps playback was very, very prominent, if not complete. Um, so I am very, very worried about the vocals on this, Dale. Yeah, and look, you know, we've seen songs scrape through before of like just being a fun song and getting in. So even if it does get through... When it gets to the final, it will be ripped apart. There are just other things that'll do things better and grab more tally vote. And if it does manage to make the final, I wouldn't expect to see um, a one in front of that in terms of 19, not as in one, as in it'll be in the 20s. Mm. <laughs> Very low. Might go off in the hall, but yeah, maybe uh, not so much in on the scoreboard. Have to say lyrically, this is pretty weak. You know, we can be CEOs, you already know. It's pretty basic. I don't know why we've thrown in Hercules and Socrates in there as well. But um, yeah, it's just very clunky and it's a lyrical execution, unfortunately. Also, what do you do with staging with this? You know, as we're talking, DJ and singer, when has that been done well? 
It hasn't. Mm. I don't. I can't think of anybody who's done a, a good job of that, even if they had a good vocal. Like the staging always looks a bit weird. Where you're focusing, what's going on? You've just got DJ guy pressing buttons on yeah, that thing behind, around, yeah. you know, doing their thing. So yeah, I just I would very much worried about the overall impression. Well, I must admit, I'm very interested to hear what the team has ranked and got to say about this one, though. Yes, an intriguing one, isn't it? So the Ozvision team have ranked all the songs and they have put Austria in 12th place. 12th. Just outside the 10. Yeah, I'm a little shocked. I thought, I don't know, I thought maybe this one might make the 10. Oh, really? Yeah, but 12th oh. is very, very good. Well, look, there's a very big range, 4th to 32nd. Five top tens, but seven outside the 20. Oh, so okay. it was very much like love or like, yeah, it's outside the 20. Yeah, which is fair enough. Fair enough for this type of song. Yes. So let's listen to some of the ones who did have it quite high. We're going to listen to Josh and we're going to listen to Cooper. Halo really stands out in quite a ballad heavy year at Eurovision this year. It reminds me a lot of a song you would hear a female singer and a DJ collab in sort of the mid-2010s era. And I think that will remind viewers of more optimistic times before sort of bad current events happening in the world in the um, past few years. I think that the vocals on the studio version are quite high-pitched and almost sound strained at certain points. So... Pia will have to work hard to pull that off live, but if she does it, it will be amazing. Um, I do have a thought that previous Eurovision songs off the top of my head with DJs haven't done too well, but hopefully this can break the mould. I think it's a great song and can't wait to see it unfold on the stage. When Austria announced their act, I wasn't really anticipating much after the dodgy run of entries they've given us recently, but wow was I shocked when this song was released. Halo is Europop to the max and I am so into it. I think this song is what the lineup needed because it is one of the only few up-tempo dance tracks we have at this year's contest, which means it's going to stand out. Don't get me wrong, I love this as a studio track, but I'm still not completely confident that it'll do well, because we've seen these types of songs in the past have been real hit or miss to stage. Austria needs to deliver the staging well to make sure this song conveys that party atmosphere it's supposed to be giving. Fingers crossed they can, because Halo is a fantastic song. Well, both mentioning that real high energy vibe and also their concerns for what it could possibly end up with uh, and having seen track record of similar kind of songs. But also Josh makes that uh, point where it could remind people of, you know, perhaps more happier times, which I understand. Yeah, I think there's that kind of, like we talk about emotion and how people did it. Manuski got the frustration last year. This might be like, I just want to party and forget about stuff. And mm. you know what? This is the kind of throwaway Euro pop that could actually do that. Yeah, I totally agree. Let's get on to our Rabbin Rank style. Now, for me, whatever the end product looks and sounds like in Turin with this, I love the studio version of this. It absolutely slaps. Now, I doubt it'll be winning any awards for songwriting, but ultimately the song brings an energy that just makes me happy. I can see this being a favourite at Eurovision parties for years to come, and to be honest, I'll be one dancing along as well. So I unashamedly love this in the studio version, and I'm ranking this one at number four. Four? Fourth. Fourth? I love it. Fourth? Yeah. Yep. Fourth place. Yeah, it's a banging song. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know what you're laughing. Fourth place. Yeah. Oh, my God. Excuse me, another member of the team had it at fourth. Oh, no. You two. Oh, God. No, wow. Look, I, I went through all the songs. Wow. And you know, I like this song. It's one I actively seek out. Love it. Fair enough. You know what? And we could only go from studios, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have anything else. Exactly. I don't have a crystal ball. Okay, wow, that's high. Okay, mm. I'm still in a bit shocked. So- it's a good song. Holy moly. That's like when you... God, anyway. All right, so on my side, look, this is the Euro dance trash that I adore. It sounds like Ava Max sped up, put to a backbeat of multiple genres of Euro dance mm. over the decades. And that kind of mix of genres is something I love. I'm... Absolutely love this. It's fun. It's upbeat. The Eurovision soundtrack definitely needed mm-hmm. this. Does the live show need this? I guess we'll wait and see in Turin. We've spoken about our worries about this, and I'm really worried about it. But I'm with you. I'm just going to enjoy this for as long as possible and just hope it it isn't too bad in Turin and just keep enjoying playing the studio version. Um, I put this just outside my 10 in 11th place. Oh, so it's just missed the 10 for you. Yeah, so I've got a high. Yeah, I mean... But there's a big difference of like 11th to 4th. Yeah, there is a big difference. (laughs) Top 5 is a massive, massive call. Yeah. Look, I love the studio, I have to say. What can I say? I'm not defending it any longer. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Look, there's I think there's a lot of people out there who love it as well, and it's getting a lot of plays right now on streaming services. So I think it's going to, even if it doesn't do well at Eurovision, it could be a bit of a little summer smash hit in Europe. A little sleeper hit there for people. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Did you have it as high as Mike? Uh, Let us know. But thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks very much. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 AussieVision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.